Okay, it's Dean Leggy. <clears throat> it is Sunday night. And uh, that means it's time for Dean Leggy's show. You should see this operation I have in front of me. It's quite a... Uh, it's quite an array of cameras. If you're listening on YouTube and, excuse me, if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or somewhere on Dog Posts, this is Dean Leggy. I've covered Georgia for 18 years. This has been an eventful week at Georgia, unfortunately, uh, as Georgia barrels towards its uh, season opener against Appalachian State. The Bulldogs lost a uh, very important part of the puzzle, in my opinion, one of the best High school football players I've seen. In fact, the best high school football player I've seen play high school football. Probably the best way to put it. Uh, Zamir White suffered a knee injury yesterday. And, um, you know, getting to know Zamir a little bit over time just from traveling to, um, traveling over to, uh, I can't remember. The, I suddenly can't remember where Zamir lives, um, but North Carolina, near um, where I went to college, actually at Coker. But um, you know, it's disappointing that this is what's happened, Laurenburg. That's right, um, which is not so far from another L town, Lumberton. But uh, you know, Zamir's a special football player. He really is uh, gifted in a way that a lot of other people, you know, just have not been and are not. Um, obviously, you know, I'm going to write something tomorrow about Zamir and, um, it's been something that I've been meaning to write for almost a year actually, but because of leaving, uh, the previous network I was on and just so much other stuff that has been going on, uh, I never really got a, a, a great opportunity to actually, uh, write it. So I'm going to write it tomorrow talking about, uh, what I feel like Zamir is like as a player and a little bit about his support system. So to the thousands of people who watch this over this 24 hours, go check out what I write on dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. This is going to hurt Georgia. There's no question about it. Uh, someone like um, losing someone as good as Zamir, I mean, I think he has the potential to be the best running back uh, on this team for sure. Now we, it's going to be hard to know for sure what the future will be for Zamir. Hopefully um, it will be that he is healthy, uh, and can come back to football. Uh, this is his second ACL injury in um, within 12 months. So that is a serious thing. Um, but more than that, you know, he was playing punt return. He was on the punt team, which is kind of a big deal um, in this program. Guys like Sonny Michelle played it last year. And, you know, you've got real ball players at that position. Um, it hurts him not just at running back, it hurts them across the board, but it hurts them, it does hurt them at, at running back for sure, because you've got one guy fewer that can really, and he's a playmaking guy. I mean, he, again, is the best high school football player I've seen to play high school football, and that includes Aaron Murray, A.J. Green, you know, Calvin Johnson, just a lot of really good players over time. So losing Zamir is going to hurt, and, you know, I like Zamir a lot personally, He's a very quiet guy, and just to be in the position that he's in right now to, you know, play uh, in this season um, was remarkable. It's not really surprising, and I, I mean, I fully expect for him to play in 2019, and um, this is why you recruit, um, but I, you know, again, for me personally, I, I really like Zamir a lot. Um, he's got a very... Uh, very good support system 
um, that uh, Scotland High School up there, they really have supported Zamir through the years um, as a person. And, um, you know, it's just too bad. But seasons go on. You know, when Craig Lumpkin got hurt in 2004, Danny Weir and Thomas Brown picked up the pieces and took it from there. You're not, you know, you're not certain that tomorrow we'll get here. You know, the next day can always be um, something that you don't see. But, um, you know, it's too bad. But you've got to move forward. This, this loss hurts Georgia, but it does not prevent them from winning any game that they play in. Uh, if they are, they can still win the national championship. They can still win the East. They can still win the, the league. They can still win the sugar bowl or orange bowl or whatever they wind up doing. So it's not like this is earth shattering. This program is beyond just one person or player being the guy that you've got to depend on. Like, uh, it seems like it was in the past, but it is disappointing. And I feel like I've talked about it for about as much as I really can, can say, um, there's just, um, it's just too bad really more than anything else. Um, but we are within, we essentially Georgia has a, a bye week next week. I mean, we are at the season. You will see college football on Saturday. I mean, another guy that's in a far more serious situation than Zamir is Mike Bobo. I mean, it is concerning that Mike, uh, is in the hospital or was in the hospital this past week. And I'm thinking about Mike too. It's uh, it's tough out there, man. I mean, it can be it can be really it can be tough out there for sure for everybody, and uh, nothing is guaranteed at all. Um, you know, so Colorado State plays Hawaii this coming weekend. That's one of the first games uh, on, uh, and I, I haven't looked at every single television thing. I'll be traveling this week from Wednesday on, um, so I will not. I will sort of be out of the loop, if you will, uh, with things in Athens. Um, we saw this past weekend um, a lot of different players, and that's what I'll be doing uh, this coming week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Georgia's in good hands. They've got Austin P, and then South Carolina, obviously a team that always loads up for Georgia. But... Um, it's it's hard to see even with this really bad news. There's just so many. Um, there's so Georgia is so deep right now at most places. This move, I mean, this injury of Zamir's probably puts the receivers as the the top overall group. I would imagine, but it's really well probably the offensive line and then the uh, wide receivers because now you have. Um, Demetrius Robertson. And uh, look, you know, there was no certainty that Zamir, I mean, seven months ago, there was no certainty that Zamir would play a lot this season. I thought there was relative certainty that Zamir would play. I didn't know that, I, you know, it was sort of impossible to know for sure if Zamir would play. But again, I'm Dean Leggy. excuse me, how much Zamir would play. I'm Dean Leggy from DogPost, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Dean Leggy have written about Georgia... Well, I've written about Georgia a lot longer than I've covered Georgia for 18 years. If you don't go to dogpost.com uh, regularly, you should check us out. It's $1 for the first month of your subscription. And a lot of people have been taking advantage of that. And I appreciate that. And uh, there's so many people watch these now. I used to answer questions. But like uh, through all of the platforms that are on right now, there's more than 100 and, you know, about 140. 
50 people who are on right now. So if you're asking a question, sometimes, it's, I mean, it's very difficult for me to answer questions on the fly anymore. Um, so I apologize for that, but I will generally just talk stream of consciousness, uh, which a lot of people enjoy anyway. If I, if you're on iTunes, you're listening to this right now, I'd encourage everyone to, uh, follow dog posts on Twitter as well as iTunes and Facebook. That's a way to get a lot of the information that we put out press conferences, uh, not just written stuff, stuff that's free for everyone to hear. If you're listening in your car on Bluetooth in Georgia, um, and you don't want the police pulling you over for any or no reason. So this is a good way to listen to your Georgia stuff. And, um, I appreciate y'all tuning in tonight. Georgia will run out of the bridge end zone in about 13 days. And it will be, uh, the first time in about 10 years uh, well, really a little bit in 2013, but it will be a first time in 10 years <clears throat> that Georgia will enter the season as a top three team, top four team. Uh, and then they, of course, started the season number one in 2008 and ended up, up with a top 10 finish. But this team has a lot of expectations and um, difference makers on it. But the there's no question that there's a lot riding on uh, these first, well, certainly the first two weeks. I mean, the South Carolina game uh, <clears throat> will go a long way in determining if Georgia can keep it clean all the way through the season. I mean, that is a difficult contest over in Columbia, and uh, that's really, you know, it's that's three weeks away. Um, but, you know, what you'd want to see against, Apple, uh, against uh, Austin P. Is complete and total domination. Um, I think that if you are seeing um, the offensive line totally take care of business, which I completely anticipate will happen against Austin P, <clears throat> then you'll you'll know that they're in good hands. I do not think that um, it's not my. I do not share the opinion that there's a lot to be concerned about at linebacker the way. Uh, a lot of people do, or at least the, so you've got a lot of different, I mean, those of us who cover the team, you know, closely and are not just sort of fly in, fly out national people or just some guy with an opinion, uh, we, um, we are not, I mean, there's just so few places <clears throat> where they're having Real problems in this program. I mean, even punter looks like it's gotten settled down of late. Um, linebacker's a spot where, you know, you lose Roquan, you lose Lorenzo, you lose um, Davin, but there's a ton of there's a ton of guys coming in. Like, you know, Natrez is back. Monty Rice, who I love, I think will eventually start at some stage. Juwan Taylor has had a a solid nine months of off-seasoning stuff. Um, there are plenty of guys to fill the void left by Roquan Smith. They're just not Roquan Smith. So, whereas like Zamir is to me had the ability to replace Nick or Sony. You know, there's no one guy at linebacker that where it's obvious. 
that, oh yeah, you know, this guy is a, you know, high level talent, you know, whatever you want to call it. But there are some really good players at linebacker. And I don't think that the the fall off from an individual standpoint is going to be evident. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be obvious when you watch them play that they're, you know, really struggling at linebacker. I mean, they've got a lot of options at linebacker. Channing Tindall from Columbia. They've got, um, you know, Quay Walker. They've got plenty of options. This is the most gifted team Georgia has ever had, period, in, in the dot-com era. I mean, I would take these guys against the team that won the national championship and those teams that won three SEC championships in a row I mean, just because it's a, a different time um, out there. But, uh, I mean, I don't think – I mean, Herschel Walker is the greatest football player in college football history, but he wouldn't be as spectacular today – as say if you sent Todd Gurley back to 1980, he would kill people. So uh, I, I like this uh, Georgia team. Now they have some significant competition. Uh, needless to say that um, the the top of college football appears to be uh, f- well four teams really. But you have to wonder what in the world is going on at Ohio State, and what, what when is this thing going to end at Ohio State? I mean, they really don't look like they know what they're doing at all. So that's a bad look. It's horrible at Maryland. The Big Ten just has not had a good um, couple of weeks, I guess you could say, a couple of a couple of years, half decade since Penn State. I mean, it's just. Michigan State, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, it's been bad. So, um, I, I just, I, I think that Ohio State is the one program you don't really know what to expect from Ohio State. But, you know, Georgia, um, they've got everything in front of them. You know, the only thing that's their problem, and this is Alabama's problem too, is, um, the the other, I mean, Alabama and Georgia are going to have to confront one another at some stage this season. Auburn, perhaps, could be the dark horse, if you want to call it that, in the league. Um, but those three programs seem like they're the best three in the league right now. Perhaps, m- maybe Mississippi State. Well, I mean, it's hard for me to believe that Mississippi State, with a brand new head coach and a uh, quarterback recovering from a pretty significant injury, would represent the West. And by the way, even if they had Dan Mullen, etc., uh, it's hard for me to believe that uh, they would get past Alabama because they never have. So we'll see. But um, as it relates to the top sort of three, um, I mean, it's hard to, with the path Clemson has, it's hard to not take them seriously as a playoff contender. Uh, they will, you know, it seems like they always lose a game they shouldn't. That's been going on with Dabo Swinney a lot, with the exception of the year that they were the runner-up in 2015, where they lost to Alabama by 12 or whatever it was. Um, Other than that, they've had some curious losses through the years, and certainly two curious ones in the last two years. But, um, you know, Alabama and Georgia, the question is, can they both survive? Because we know one of them will not be undefeated. can they both survive and get into the playoff? We, you know, we don't know. But those three programs seem like they're the the hot name, I guess you could say. But you know, for Georgia, really, they don't get to. It's very similar to last season, 
in that your second game of the year is a game that you could lose. It's on the road, and it, and it really matters. I mean, that Notre Dame game that Georgia won last year was the reason why they were the number one team going into the Auburn game. They started number one. And really, at the end of the day, um, Notre Dame game gave this program confidence that Jake Fromm could at least get them down the field against a good opponent. So um, the the Carolina game is is important. It always is important. I don't think you have to win that game to to win the national championship, but I do think it is. You really need to watch. Uh, and see how this team performs on the road. Um, South Carolina does not match up overwhelmingly well with Georgia and what Georgia will do. So the question is, will Carolina try to do something that they haven't always been? Uh, will they go away from being a power team? That's um, that's probably my guess, that they will try to throw the ball a fair amount um, against Georgia I don't know if that will work. At some stage, you have to run the ball in this league if you don't. And you have to stop it, too, by the way. Uh, and if you don't, you're going to have some real problems. But uh, that's a big game. It doesn't win the league for Georgia, and it doesn't, It doesn't. if you lose it, it doesn't eliminate you, really. But um, I'd be surprised if Georgia lost that game. It's looking like, um, it's looking like there'll be a double-digit favorite on the road. I mean, that's pretty significant of uh, odds in your favor as to who the better team is. Um, and South Carolina has been a snake pit. It's a tough place to play, generally speaking. But if you um, if you do what happened in 2016, you just kind of dominate the line, South Carolina is going to have a hard time. Um, but Will has done a pretty good job of getting Carolina where it needs to go. Um in terms of uh, competing, they're just that their two biggest um, rivals, if you want to call it. I mean, Georgia's not a rival with South Carolina, but if you their two biggest teams that they hate are doing really well, which are Georgia and Clemson. Uh, other topics for the week. I mean, Georgia started school. Uh, we are really blazing towards. Uh, and in, uh, you know the, the fun time of the year. I mean, I I've got a lot more uh, traveling to do in the meantime. Seeing recruits, saw Jaden Hazelwood yesterday in uh, Charleston. Saw uh, Trayvon. Uh, I saw Trayvon. Let me. I'm, I don't want to get. Let me make sure I've got every single person. Trayvon Walker. I saw last Friday. Uh, Saw uh, Jaden last yeah, last night last yesterday afternoon. Matt saw Matt uh, saw uh, Matt DeBerry saw Dominic Blaylock. Trayvon Walker was really good a week ago. He is a heck of a player. Um, gonna see Zion League soon or Logue. Uh, gonna see Tramel Wathauer soon. Going to see uh, well a lot of these guys. Uh, Jermaine Johnson. Bill Norton, we missed Jalen Perry because he got rained out or, or uh, thundered out, really, lightninged out. And then we'll see Nolan Smith uh, the night before Georgia's first game. So, uh, I'll, uh, or this week, excuse me, Nolan's this week. So, a busy schedule at Dog Post. If you're not a member or you don't read, uh, you're making a mistake. Um, there's a lot of good 
coverage of Georgia, but Dog Post has its own unique voice. It's completely authentic. We don't have any corporate uh, overlords, if you will, that we have to deal with or manufacture clickbait for. We just uh, we just write what is reality to us. Here's a question about, I think you're talking about the offensive lineman in Michigan. We are probably going to go watch him play, but we're going to make certain that he's committed to Georgia publicly and not uh, sort of waste a few hundred dollars there. Excuse me, pizza. I had pizza for dinner. I um, I tell you, I tr I'm, I'm trying not to eat completely horribly uh, coming into the season. It's it's going okay so far. It's not going unbelievable. Um, some people on Instagram are asking about Demetrius Robertson. You know, according to Kirby, it, it sounds like Demetrius is just a little bit out of um, shape, not by a lot, but. He, you know, he's got Kirby's got a point. When you're not with a team, it's hard to really, um, it's hard to really train with uh, the same vigor. There's no one there to push you. It's just not the same uh, as when you're with your teammates. So that's a a different that's a different sensation, I guess you could say. But Demetrius will be fine. Someone's correcting me here, and they are correct. My that's my fault. But Plumley is the quarterback in, in Hattiesburg. I don't know when we're going to figure that one out. I mean, I don't know when we're going to go out there, but the offensive lineman in Michigan, we're going to go up there at some stage too. David Stevens on uh, Facebook is asking about Zamir, and I talked about this at the beginning of the program. David, you can you can listen to this on iTunes or over at Dog Post on SoundCloud uh, here soon. But I, with Zamir, it's life. You know, life doesn't always go your way, unfortunately. I would love for it to go my way all the time. doesn't happen. But um, Zamir was cleared to play. He played. He got hurt. And um, it's too bad, that's all. And I think he's, a, I mean, again, I think I've said this a lot in the last nine months or 12 months probably. It's, about, it's been a year since I watched Zamir play live football. And it's been 15 months since I watched him run live track, which was pretty impressive as well. Zamir is the best high school football player I've seen play high school football. And that that includes Aaron Murray, A.J. Green, um, Jarvis Jones, you know, Roquan, uh, a, a lot of different guys who I've seen Nick Chubb through the years live play football. Um, I never saw Matthew Stafford live and I never saw Todd Gurley live. So those are my two caveats. I do not personally think, having seen Todd play college football, I do not personally think Zamir is better than, than Todd. But I do think there are plenty of similarities there. And uh, I think that... I think that Zamir is really, really good and abnormally talented... He's also very tough. And I'll say it this way. This is not the worst thing that he's been through in his life. I hope this is the worst thing that ever happens to him going forward in his life. This is, we have to keep perspective. This is not terminal illness. No one has died. Um, Zamir has suffered a major injury and it is upsetting. But he is okay. Uh, he will be okay. 
Um, Nick Chubb went through something similar to this. And, you know, Thomas Davis has been through several of these. If you play football, um, it's a brutal sport. It's a contact collision sport. It's not a lot of fun. But Zamir will be okay. He's tough. Um, he's mentally tough. And he's got a lot of support um, in Scotland County up there. He's 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 going to be he's going to be fine. But I, I mean, I would not be happy if I were him. I was really looking forward to watching Zamir play. And the worst part about it is, and this naturally creeps into everybody's mind, is is he ever going to be the same way he was before? The answer to that is, yeah, he totally can be. We just we don't, you don't you're not guaranteed anything. I mean, sometimes you get what you get. Sometimes you get what you deserve, and sometimes you get what you earn. Most of the time, you get what you earn, but sometimes in life, you get what you get. And Zamir earned getting back to playing. And then what happened, happened. And that's it. Uh, let's see. Other sort of takes. Will he be as good when he comes back? I, I don't know. I hope so. I, I think he can be, of course. Yeah, someone here on Facebook is pointing out that ACLs are not as devastating as they used to be. I remember I remember when Thomas Brown had one and came back in nine months, it was like crazy. And Zamir did that basically himself. He just tore the other one. So, look, it happens. And um, I was very fortunate. I know I talk about myself a little too much, but hey. Uh, I never got hurt significantly in uh, playing sports in high school or college. I thought my arm was going to fall off one time at basketball practice. I could not, I'll be, I'll say this. I could not believe they cleared me to practice. <laughs> I could not move my arm above right here. I, I, it was my right arm too. I couldn't, but whatever. And uh, that's about the worst I ever got. Uh, but um these guys really get punished and Georgia doesn't just throw them out there. There's, I have very little concern or doubt that Ron Corson and his staff are not looking out for the best interest of these kids. I mean, the, the guy has a very good reputation nationally and through the years of Georgia. So I think that Zamir just had one of these days where something really devastating happened to him and his, his life was uh, put on pause for a little bit. A couple of questions talking about the offensive line. You know what? I do not think that Cade Mays is going to start against Austin P, but I do think that um, I do think he will be essentially the number six offensive lineman and maybe Jamari will be the seven. It's a good question. I mean, Cade Mays has been around and Jamari has not, but I wonder if Cade Mays might be a better lineman at the end of the day. Now, we've only seen so much, so let's just see. But they are very, you know, they have done a heck of a job recruiting on the offensive line. Here's a question from California. Excuse me, from the from the from the big but from Big Sky Country. Who do you think starts at um, outside linebacker other than DeAndre Walker? I think I think DeAndre Walker is going to have to fight to keep a starting position. Not like he's just like it's not like he's out of starting position, um, but he's going to have to fight to keep it. And 
Brent Cox really looks good. And I, I don't know if he's going to be a starter necessarily or anything like that, Brent. But over time, he is going to push Walter Grant and uh, DeAndre to, um, well, for time. For time. You don't, I don't think you want DeAndre Walker off the field when you're rushing the passer. I think that would be... Um, that would be not ideal. Here's a question about uh, Richard LeCount. He has had a good, I think he's had a perfectly adequate camp. Um, some people are really high on him, but Otis Reed, well, you know, we've got what we're hearing coming up. I'm not going to answer all these questions um, before that. That's very important to, uh, what is this? Um, I'm not going to release everything that we're going to write about on what we're hearing for, for on Tuesday, but, um, I, th I expect Otis Reese to play a lot. I expect, um, Brent Cox to play a lot. Cade Mays, Jamari Saylor, Justin Fields, uh, James Cook, uh, I wish I had the board in front of me, Tyson Campbell. There's a lot of guys that are young that I, that I think will be playing this fall a lot. How solid does the secondary look with our other graduation losses? I think the um, I think the secondary is very good. I mean, I think they've they've got half the starters coming back, so it's not like um, it's not like they're really desperate over there. They're just trying to figure out who uh, they're going to get. Is Marshall Malong going to medically disqualify? Uh, he might. We'll see. That's that. You know, and that's another thing. I mean, you know, that's going to have to get a lot better moving forward. Uh, I think for him to really have a chance to play at Georgia, he really has been under the injury bug pretty well his entire time at Georgia that I can remember. Uh, it's been a long run for him. If you don't visit dogpost.com, you are missing out on a very lively, intelligent community of critical thinkers, people who uh, are not interested in clickbait and video ads. They're interested in paying for content that they believe is good information and that they feel like uh, they love. Thankfully, they love it. When will Dogpost be getting an app? Uh, well, I, I'll say you're saying viewing it in the mobile browser is annoying. I don't feel that way. I'll, I'll say that if you're looking at it on Twitter, that's not dog posts. That's Twitter. So that's not my thing. Uh, I don't know that we're going to get an app anytime soon. We had an app. I've been doing this for 18 years. I think we had an app for three years or two years, whatever it was. Uh, I hear very little about app development from users. I think most people are using their mobile. I know most people are using their mobile device and um, they think it's fine. I have to keep signing in over and over in the mobile app. You need to click the remember me button. If you'll click remember me, that will, if you don't have that clicked, you will have to sign in over and over again. It's very important. It's very annoying. Well, rather than me answering these on Twitter, why don't you email me, dean at dogpost.com, 
and I will do my best to answer the question. If you're a subscriber, you should not be having these problems. You should definitely be emailing me. And uh, if you're a subscriber, you probably know my phone number, so you can just give me a call. All right, that's the show for this week. I appreciate everyone signing on or whatever this is and listening to me ramble. Next week will be game week. We'll see how that goes. Dean Leggy from Dog Post wrapping up another Sunday night edition of the Dean Leggy Show. Ah.